0: Welcome to my favorite podcast with Noah Marger.
1: Our song is the slamming screen door, sneaking out late, tapping on your window, when we're on the phone and you talk real slow, cause it's late and your mama don't know, our song is the way you laugh, first date, man I didn't kiss her when I should have. And when I got home, for I said amen, asking God if he could play it again. That was our song by Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, there was this girl in sixth grade, I remember, who she, their iPhones were not a thing yet, and she had, I think, like an LG Chocolate or like a maybe it was just straight up a Razor, and she just would play that song in class on her phone, and I think that was like that was the first time. My whole life, I told someone, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Just like straight up. She was so bad. She was so fucking evil. Hated her so much. <laughs> uh, I don't know what she's up to now. She's probably dating a marine, as far as as far as I can tell. Uh, get home safe. Welcome to my favorite podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast about people's favorite things. I am, of course, the host of the show, whether you like it or not. Noah Marger, welcome back. Another week of bringing it (laughs) down. Welcome to to the show again. Uh, If this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is your last time joining us. Thanks for being here. Uh, And if this is somewhere in between, thank God. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. We got a great show, though, today. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest, because she's being very patient on the other end of the Zoom call, and she's already like, what the fuck did I get myself into? There so we go. My guest today works in the world of advertising. You ever heard of a little account called Carl's Juniors or Hardy's? Yeah, thought so. You may also know her from her iconic TikToks. and She's been named, officially, one of the biggest sweeties of Instagram. That's right. That's official. (laughs) That is official. (laughs) So you can go, that's on paper somewhere, on digital paper somewhere. You can look that up. Uh, All in all, she is epic. She is such a sweetheart. I'm so happy to have her here today. Please welcome, I think making her podcast debut. We'll find out here in just a sec. Please welcome Michaela Sinkavage. Michaela.
0: Hello. Yes, this is my podcast debut. Lucky you. After I go on the Bachelor, uh, you're going to get a lot of listeners here. So you're (laughs) welcome.
1: (laughs) When are you heading to the Bachelor, my friend? What is the plan there?
0: First, I'm going to need somebody, a listener, to nominate me, so I don't have to do it myself. That's embarrassing. Okay. Um. So maybe with how
1: how how embarrassing (laughs) for you have to do it yourself, not asking a listener of this podcast (laughs) to do it instead.
0: Well, um. Here's the thing, actually, speaking of listeners, me going on The Bachelor, I'm worried. What if I say something and I get canceled after I go on The Bachelor? They say, remember that thing she said on my favorite podcast?
1: So many people are so scared to get canceled on this show. And I see it in their eyes when I start asking them questions. I can just see they're like, oh, fuck, I have to pick the right thing. Because if I I don't, (laughs) the Internet's going to come after me like a swarm of killer bees.
0: Yes, um, it is a fear. I almost said no. I'm kidding. I actually never almost said no. It was quite an honor to be invited here. Um, Thank God. But I was thinking about future famous me and what I would do if they came for me because of this podcast.
1: (laughs) I would say those psychos have way too much time on their hands and maybe we need to be looking into their criminal record (laughs) at a certain (laughs) level if they're digging up shit from my favorite (laughs) podcast from 2021. That's what I would say. You
0: know... I agree with you. I couldn't agree more.
1: <laughs> Thank God. Uh, if, we, we, not if, when you make it on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. what is the game plan when you get on that show? Do you have a strategy in mind? Do you know how you would play? Because it is a game at the end of the day, is it not?
0: Definitely. Um, the game I would play is to not be the villain. <laughs> and okay. um, that's kind of it. That's the main the main goal. The villain Always gets destroyed on the internet. I don't think I could handle it. I know myself. Um. And, oh, the other the other goal would be to get friends. Because the girls that go on there are always pretty fun. The ones that aren't okay. the villain. They're pretty fun. So I'd want to leave with besties and maybe a husband. But definitely besties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Going on the show to find a husband to make besties. I like that.
0: Yeah. The husband sort is of just like, like a... the... the I don't know. They extra call that the person. MacGuffin
1: in screenwriting. The thing that, yes. the, that you think that you're supposed yes. to be looking at when in reality, the real goal is to make as many friends as possible. I do remember so the learning. Is the MacGuffin.
0: Yes. That term I learned in film aesthetics. I do remember that, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> Shout out to film aesthetics yes. at Chapman University. I don't know if I'm allowed to dox Chapman Did University. Did you know
0: that they're the number four film school?
1: I did. Of course I did, because they can't shut the hell up about it. It's yeah. the biggest deal. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened to them. You know? Yes.
0: Um, big news. Definitely big news.
1: Because is, is Hollywood Reporter is the one who puts that list out every year,
0: right? Yes. And the whatever the dean or whatever just happens yeah. to be a guy who used to work there. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, I wonder how that <laughs> wonder how that worked out that we got our highest ranking ever after he takes over. I yes. hmm, wonder how that works.
0: It's been a year, year and a half and we're already bumped up two spots, so
1: damn. Maybe maybe with just enough push and a little bit of luck, a little bit of fairy dust, we'll make it up to number 3 next year.
0: Yes. And then we can celebrate yeah. the bronze
1: yeah, look, hey, listen. I was watching I hadn't didn't watch any of the Olympics except for the women's marathon because it just happened to be mm-hmm. on when I was with my mom. And the woman who won the bronze, it was her third marathon ever. Isn't that crazy?
0: How do you that the crazy thing for me is that that could mean in theory that i am only three marathons away from maybe going to the olympics two
1: that's two true. away
0: from maybe away. going to the olympics and as are you that's the craziest oh, part gosh. about that to me
1: i'm zero i'm zero because it's just <laughs> never gonna never gonna be entering one well, so i'm simultaneously zero okay sure okay cool
0: i do not run not by choice that's perfect. only by necessity only by necessity which is rare but now that I live off of Melrose, I don't
1: know. Wow, gotta go chase down one of those deals.
0: Yeah, well, I was thinking of getting chase is kind of what. Oh, what I was thinking. Oh, getting chase. Oh, god. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the difference between being a man and a woman. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, because I'm like, oh, you want to go, <laughs> you want to go chase down a deal. You're like, no, I'm running from a man who's trying to kill me because I wouldn't I wouldn't have sex with him and he got mad. That's yes, the difference. That
0: would be the difference, but hey, you, you know that, and that's the first step.
1: <laughs> yeah, men are trash.
0: <laughs> as, as, no, as I'm saying passed. it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Not you, though. Previously... <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, not me. Definitely not. Uh, and Michaela. Yes. That's enough. That's enough of that. Yes. That's enough of that. You tell I'm him. I'm ask you Noe's know question No, okay? I'm so excited. Here we go. Ba 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 ba, it's no, no easy question. question. There he was, Alexander Baird himself, the man, the myth, a legend. Uh, well, some would say I don't know <laughs> if I'd say the legend there, but the man, the myth. Ah, uh, at least, Michaela. Yes. What is your dream car?
0: Uh, I. You know, when I was on my walk this morning studying for this, <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to ask me about a car. And so, okay. and you would think me thinking that would mean that I thought about it. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I actively thought, oh, that's, that's probably what the question will be. I did not give it a second thought. Um, that being said, I think my dream car, if I was wealthy enough to deal with the maintenance would be oh, yeah. money,
1: take money out of yeah, the equation. Money's, out. money's no object.
0: I would want a four door mini Cooper, as Let's you go. may know, but. The listeners do not. I used to have a Mini Cooper. My parents, during the um, pandemic, bought it from me, which was amazing. Now I have a Honda Fit. Wow. Thank God she's so reliable. I love her, and I'm not just saying that because my agency has the Honda account. Not at okay. all.
1: I, no one would have suspected <laughs> that. No, no one would have suspected you of okay. that at all if you had just kept your mouth fucking quiet about that okay. whole thing the but entire time.
0: I think I think my coworkers are going to listen to this, so. Had to give a plug. Anyways.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I used to have a Mini Cooper. My mother bought it. She took it into the shop today, actually. And it would be $5,300 to fix it. They bought it from me. They bought it from me for $3,000. Um, it just like everything is wrong with it. And it's so expensive. And it, I was nervous every time I drove it when I had it, but I loved it. It was so fun to drive. So I would love to have a new four-door because i had two doors i would love to have a four-door mini cooper and i want the cute little stripes you know that like the two stripes on the on the front and on. i think they have them on the roof too but i'm not sure but or maybe the um the flag on the on the side view mirror the
1: union jack or yeah
0: exactly not the american flag not to worry anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say Mick, Mick goes country. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like God. She gets the mini Cooper. Could you imagine? I literally could not imagine. That's the thing. That
0: I'm honestly happy that you can't imagine.
1: <laughs> can't imagine you, you know, getting the bootstraps on and the, in the, in the cowboy vest and getting the lasso nope. out and being like, boys with the lasso fling the lasso out bring bring everyone closer to you i couldn't imagine i
0: i mean i enjoy that visual but i don't see it in my future that's for sure
1: well Uh, let's get a tarot reading going on that to see if we can fucking manifest that you know
0: i would love that i would actually really love a tarot reading if anyone out there wants to give me one i'm sorry plugging too soon (laughs)
1: Yeah, wait till the end wait till the end wait till wait till wait till the end and then we can get we in, get into all that get into so, all that, uh good tarot stuff are you yes. gonna
0: tell me your dream car
1: I am but before I tell you my dream car I have to tell you my mom was in the same situation as you with the two-door mini cooper in like 2013 2014 she got a two-door one mm-hmm. which was we both my sister and I both told her like get a four-door one just like dude like that's oh, so yeah. stupid you have two kids. Don't get a two door one. Like, why would you do that? She got the two door one. It was always breaking. Something was always off always. with it. It cost her so much money, and I know that because she never shut the frick up about it. She might be listening to this, so sorry <laughs> if you heard me just say that. Um, but and she was just like miserable for like the two or three years that she had it. I don't remember how long she had it. Maybe not even two years because she was just sick mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, the four door is the way to go. And people, but people, here's the thing. The Mini Cooper is like yes, there's car culture out there, but the Mini Cooper car culture to me is so silly. Do you know what I mean? I
0: I agree. I just think they're so cute and they're
1: they are. driving
0: it is so fun. It's the way it like accelerates even compared to my little Honda Fit now, like it just doesn't compare. It feels like you're in a go-kart and you can fit everywhere you want to park. Um, it's incredible, but living in fear is not worth it, and that's something I learned. I did have it for five years, but oh wow. the amount of money that was put into it for those five years, I wouldn't even want to look back. like I don't want to know.
1: <laughs> Damn. Well, like Oasis said, don't look back in anger. Does that mean anything to you? Does that mean fucking anything to you? Or not? Is that nothing what I just said?
0: Um am I gonna get canceled for not knowing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely not. If anything, I'm going to be canceled for saying that. So I may take the heat off you for that one. Amazing. <laughs> um. So when I was a little boy, and this is so silly looking back on it, but at the time I thought this was the coolest car ever. And this is like not made up. This is 100% serious. Okay. You could verify this with my parents. My dream car in elementary school was an orange Nissan Murano SUV. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my dream car i thought it was so cool looking because it had like a hatchback type design but it wasn't like a like a full hatchback like yeah. it wasn't like a station wagon or anything it was a full suv uh and i wanted orange i thought having an orange car would have been so sick when i was like nine I, years old
0: i agree now at, at 23 years old an orange car would be incredible
1: <laughs> but at the time I was like dead set, like that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. That's what it's gonna be when I'm when I'm older. Um and then I got a little bit older, and I think in like late middle school, early high school, I got really into Cadillac coupe de villes. Uh like okay. a, just an old like seventies or eighties, like really nice black Cadillac sedan. And I was like, That's fucking yeah. badass.
0: He said you know? Colt forty five and two zigzags. <laughs> <laughs> Baby <laughs> That's all we need.
1: Baby? That's what's gonna get us to heaven. Just a cold forty five <laughs> and two zigzags. Well
0: that's where Cadillac Coupe de Ville that in my head just is that song because they say it in that song. That's all Which it,
1: song are we talking about specifically? Cold
0: forty five, crazy rap, Afroman.
1: Okay, oh. yes. Okay. okay yeah. yes, I was yes, gonna okay, say yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: pretty iconic. Should have It is? Well, maybe just to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's got to be someone out there listening who's like screaming at their phone right now like why didn't you know it was that <laughs> was pissed off just like so like ruins their day they're so mad you know? well
0: i thought you would know instantly that's why i said it but it's fine
1: <laughs> well i i'm sorry i didn't know instantly i had to be reminded i'm not, not the biggest afro man guy in the whole world but he does yeah. he is iconic for what he is definitely
0: exactly um but nissan to cadillac pipeline makes sense
1: Yes. That's a tweet. <laughs> That's a tweet. And that tweet gets three we, three retweets, eight likes. Oh, are
0: we putting money on this? I can, <laughs> no. I can test God. it out.
1: Let's find out. Uh, <laughs> we'll report back. <laughs> we'll report back to the listeners. And then I would say now, I haven't really thought about a dream car now because mm-hmm. I've been driving uh, a Honda Accord for almost 10 years. Not the same Honda Accord. I The mm-hmm. car we lease cars in our house, in this in this house, we lease cars yeah. <laughs> and we get the Honda Accord every single time. Uh, because it's full size, mm-hmm. hardly ever has an issue, mm-hmm. you know, like I think maybe once in the almost 10 years that I've been driving it has it had an issue outside of regularly scheduled maintenance, you yeah. know? Just Hondas are the most reliable car. And I don't have like, at least the now on this date, August 12th as we're recording this, don't have like huge aspirations for like a muscle car or like a Mm -hmm. sports car so to speak but i would love one day to have like a mercedes s-class or like a rolls royce or something like that like if i'm really gonna ball out well it's just something comfortable you know at the end of the day like i don't think i'd be comfortable in like like a fucking porsche to be honest Mm -hmm. with you i would be like this sucks i'm like a sardine in here get me the fuck out of here you know
0: yeah no that makes sense Practical, classy, like the Rolex of cars is what you're looking for. And I'm looking for like the Cartier, maybe Tiffany, like less practical, more flashy. Me with my Mini Cooper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Cartier and just the Mini Cooper zipping down the five.
0: Here's the thing. To me, a Mini Cooper is Cartier. To someone else, maybe not. But to me. Wait. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One man's Mini Cooper is another is another man's Honda. Honda fit, <laughs>
0: yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, we love that about them. We love that about them. We do. Well, thank you for answering Noe's question, Mick.
0: Thank you, thank you for asking, for curating to the theme. Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, let's, Mick, let's dive in, shall we?
0: Right, head
1: first, let's go. You got your, you got your swimming cap on.
0: I yes.
1: Nose plugs, yep. goggles. I have the cap yep. with
0: the flowers like the girls wear in the synchronized swimming. I'm ready. Oh, my
1: goodness. And you got your suntan lotion on. And you You don't want to get burned while you're out there. You feel like you're ready to dive in and just swim around in this pool for a while.
0: I am. Are you?
1: I'm terrified <laughs> to get into this pool. That's why I'm asking so many questions. I need someone to hold my fucking hand as we jump in. Oh, you're scared. Um, you're scared. I'm a little scared. Okay. I'm a little scared. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that I'm a little scared. Can I? Hey, is men can be a little scared. Okay. You know?
0: They, they can, but should they?
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That's the one. That's the one that's going to get you canceled <laughs> years from now. We're years from now. They're going to dig back into this and then they're going to be like, she doesn't support men being a little scared. And it's going to be all over the tabloids. Um, so congrats on that. Honestly, congrats if, on your pre cancelation. I'll
0: take it. If that's what gets Damn. me cancelled, that's it. <laughs>
1: Mick, I asked you like I ask every guest. Mm-hmm. You can talk about almost anything you want. I asked you what you wanted to talk about, and you said songs to sing in the car. My favorite songs to sing in the car. How did you arrive at this topic?
0: Well, it's funny you ask that. My first, the first thing I did was look through every description of this podcast that you've done <laughs> No <way. laughs> because I was like, I'm not going to pick something someone already did. That's embarrassing for me. That's embarrassing for Noah. I'm not going to waste his time. You know,
1: can I, can I tell you something since you bring that up? Yeah. Though? This is episode 57. Mm-hmm. It's never happened.
0: I mi- amazing
1: <laughs> and you and now are you saying that if you hadn't done that you would have been the first easily it would have you would have been the first had you not done it so you did you so fulfilled your own prophecy there thank
0: you well so then my second thing is i was trying to think of things i could talk about i first thought and i we did discuss this um my favorite romantic comedies but then you yes. said you said pick three and i was like oh only three and I understand <laughs> I understand for timing how that wouldn't have worked to pick more right. but I was like that that is absolutely insane um so the song my favorite song is to sing in the car you said five to ten songs and I was like sold I can do that easy well it wasn't easy it was it was a little tough but I was like that feels more doable than the movies and so sure. those are my two, top two ideas but what really Turned me towards this one was um, that I could pick ten songs. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I've been really into singing in the car lately. I I used to when I was younger. I would be embarrassed, like if I made eye contact with somebody and they saw me because I was an insecure little girl, you know. But sure. now I'm like, if somebody sees me singing in the car, like they must be jealous that I'm having more fun, if anything, yes. if if they have any feeling, because they probably see me and they just like, don't care. We're in LA. Nobody gives a fuck what I'm doing in my car. But absolutely, if they do care, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, when I see other people singing, I'm like, oh, they're having so much fun. So that's how I think yeah. of it now. And it has become way more fun for me, especially because most of the time I'm in stopped traffic or I'm at a stoplight. So people... Yeah people have a higher chance of seeing me than going 60 on the freeway in the Pacific Northwest. So it's just been, it's way more freeing. And so I wanted to chat about it because I, I don't think I see people singing in the car enough when they're alone together. Sure. Wow. But alone, it is so fun. So that's my long-winded answer.
1: It's almost like now you want someone to catch you singing in the car. You know, as before, you were like, yes. "I don't want anyone to see me." Now it's like the the tables have turned, complete 180, and you're like, "I need someone to see me singing in the car now."
0: Yeah, almost. It's just like I'm I'm happy now, and I don't care what other people think. I feel like it's like I'm an adult now. I'm maturing. It's little things like that where it's like I can <laughs> sing in the car without worrying what people think of me, which seems small, but it. Really used to, like, things like that used to affect me so much when I was younger.
1: Really? Okay. Not
0: to make this steep, <laughs> but I just did.
1: <laughs> um, you just did. Congrats.
0: Yeah, I just think singing is fun when you're bad. Singing when you're good, there's too much pressure. Singing when you're bad, so fun.
1: We're. I know we're not, this is a little bit off the beaten path, but it's a similar path. Maybe a little more worn path. What are we singing at karaoke? Do we have any overlap possibly on yes. the songs that Okay. We definitely do, but
0: I can t- I can talk about one I sang last weekend that's not on the list.
1: Okay. What are we doing? Where are we singing the karaoke? What'd you sing? What were the circumstances?
0: Okay. So I went to karaoke last weekend. We got a little karaoke room, safety first. I safe first. I mean, it's still probably not fully safe, but you know, right. you're in a room with, with your close <laughs> friends. They have mic covers. It's the best we could do with our situation. Um, sure. And you know, Twilight's all the craze right now. Everybody's talking about Twilight, as am I.
1: People are saying this. People <laughs> are saying that Twilight is off the chain.
0: And and it is. Um, well, that's actually <laughs> Someone, a, that is a whole. Somebody other needs to topic. get
1: it back on the chain, quick! Get Twilight back on the chain. It's running loose. Literally.
0: Uh, so I sang "A Thousand Years" by Christina Perry. That is wow. that is the song that plays at the end of Breaking Dawn Part Two, um, when they're which is the
1: final film in the install yes. in the in the in the series. Okay,
0: this is the outro, and basically I won't give away too many things. But Edward and Bella are laying in the field that they first laid in when they first started falling in love, or whatever, in the first movie, and it basically zooms out with the song "A Thousand Years," which the words and you just you have to cry and if you don't you're a monster honestly and singing it at karaoke was incredible.
1: Uh, that Christina Perry is the same woman who sang Jar of Hearts. Oh right? yeah, icon. I I gotta be honest with you and I don't I don't mean to thrash and gnash. I hate the song Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry.
0: Yeah, well, when I was when that came out when we were in like what sixth grade seventh grade it's old. At this point. Is it? It's I don't know if old. it's that
1: I don't know if it's that old. I'm gonna do a quick goog, but keep going.
0: Well, I used to sing that song to myself like like I personally knew what she was talking about. <laughs> and I just wow. and I didn't, and I I still don't. I still don't relate to the pain that she's singing about. <laughs> but that song kind of angers me a little bit because it made me feel so much
1: when I was little. That I'm awesome. honestly
0: upset about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it made you feel so much that you're when you're little. You're like, I should I shouldn't have been feeling it like, at that. I age. was just yeah. too
0: young to be exposed to words like that. Like I, it was too deep. I couldn't do uh, it. I
1: have it. I have it up here. The Wikipedia. So that was that was off her debut album called Love Strong, and mm-hmm. Love Strong was officially released on May tenth, twenty eleven. So that was at the very end of middle school. For me, that was the end of my eighth grade year. So, yes, technically, yes, okay. it was middle school. The end of I my have, seventh I've, grade. Got okay, it. end of, okay, swag, a little bit.
0: Are you two years older than me? No, no well, I'm, well.
1: I'm, I'm one year, I'm one okay. year older than you. So, I, but I always remember it being a high school song. But it's because mm-hmm. I was probably, it was probably really popular as I was going yeah, to high school. that makes sense. So, that's probably why I think of it that way. But, yeah, can't stand that song. Thousand years, a little bit more acceptable, but for me at least, but what was So are you first in line at the karaoke? Are you in the middle? Are you toward the end? What are the circumstances surrounding picking a thousand years?
0: Well, in this case, I was first, but at like a normal, in a normal circumstance at a venue, I usually don't get there in time. And there's like a two hour wait. So it really oh, just depends. But um, this particular song, it's slower it's a banger because it's from Twilight, but it's still a slow song. And it's always awkward when you're in like a like a karaoke bar and someone sings a slow song. Totally. But it, and then it's even weirder when they're actually good. It be it makes it <laughs> extra weird. And so this is not a song I would sing not in a karaoke room. This was a specific sure. the setting was right and you had to
1: seize the moment.
0: Yeah. And this song I sang in the middle. So it was good because it was we were hyped up. And we weren't going to, if it was the last song, I would have cried. But since it was the middle, sure. we
1: were good. A movie that you and I actually watched recently, not together, independently of each other, uh, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes. The, the That made me think of the scene when there were flashbacked at their prom. Uh, and Romy's like, no, he didn't want to dance with me. And Michelle's like, I'll dance with you, Romy. And they go out on the dance floor. It's so sweet.
0: It's so sweet. Friendship over everything.
1: That's it. That's it. That's your motto. That's why you're going on the Bachelor in the first place.
0: Exactly for the girls.
1: <laughs> you're, so you're trying to find that. You're trying to find that Romy to your Michelle, or your that Michelle to your Romy on the Bachelor. Exactly. That's what it is. Yes. I don't want to belabor the thing that everybody knows that we're about to get to. Everybody knows that we're about to dive into the yes. list here. So is there is there anything else worth saying about? how you arrived at this topic, you know, the topic sort of in general, before we actually start getting specific and talking about some songs?
0: No, I think we covered it, and I'm I'm excited to talk about the songs.
1: Let's dive in here. Great. You have the list separated in two halves. There are ten songs that we're going to look at total here. Five of the songs are all-time faves, and we will get to those at the end of the show. And the first five are current faves. How do you determine these five specifically in general? Like, how did you come to the conclusion that these were the five that I was going to bring on the show as my current faves?
0: Um, the heart wants what it wants. I think, Okay. um, I know that was a little silly. Um, I just, (laughs) no, you can,
1: you can be a little silly. That's what is fine.
0: What I'll say about the five current faves. I don't think any of them are new songs as we will get into. Um, but I've just been really into these five songs lately for d- their own reason. They each have their own reason, pretty
1: much. Okay, perfect. So,
0: overarchingly, just uh, I have a good time singing them. But they're all different. Amazing. And that's the fun Amazing. part.
1: And then I was going to start with what would be, I guess, technically the fifth song. Or I guess technically the sixth song yes. on the playlist. Uh Is that a good place to start for you?
0: I think considering what was in the news today, I think that is the perfect place to start.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Is there an order to them, though, these five? Like, we're going to start with a very newsworthy person (laughs) and song. Is there an order to them? Like, is it, like, number six is more of a fave than number seven, which is more of a fave than number eight? Or is it just these are unranked?
0: I would say they're unranked. I just grouped them in halves. The five all-time Perfect. five, yeah. So
1: we're okay. Done. Great. We can then just go in order. Got, now that we now that we got that figured out, yes. Okay. Now that we got that, now that we got that inked to paper, let's talk about that first song. Like you said, extremely timely. Yes. Based on what was in the news today, our first current fave is "Circus" by Britney Spears from two thousand and eight. Mick, what's your history with this one?
0: All right. Um, I adore this song. I think it's iconic. It's not, obviously it's a newer for Britney type song. Um, but I remember when it came out, I loved it back then. And I love it now. I love it more now that I like know the words, I guess. So I guess the first, the first most iconic part is there's two types of people in this world, the ones that entertain and the ones that observe. And then I believe she says, I'm a put on a show kind of girl, (laughs) you know? And then there's, um, later on in the song, she says, there's two types of guys out there. The ones that can hang with me and the ones that are scared. I just, (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I relate to both of those, both of those, um, not verses, well, verses, I guess, lines, whatever we lines, want to
1: call them. Lines, lyrics, yeah, lyrics. whatever you want to call them. Um,
0: I think they're so fun, and I love the music video, and also it's just like a fun-sounding song. Like, the, the beat is fun. It's kind of like, like a whip, <laughs> which she actually does <laughs> talk about in the song, but I think.
1: this this whole Well, I think because this whole album is called circus right Mm -hmm. that's the name of this album is and this was sort of i don't want to say it was her comeback but it kind of was in some ways yeah you know what i mean and i also feel
0: like she probably like she probably feels like still like she is a circus animal type yeah like thing. she's
1: being looked at all the time you yes know?
0: so yeah. not not to make it deeper in all honesty i think it's fun i think the lyrics are fun kind of feisty Okay, um, and it's just really fun to sing in the car and like if i if i'm at a stoplight i could dance a little bit
1: okay sure so what's it what do we do what does it do dance move in the car like what are your go-to dance moves in the car because everybody's got them whether we want to admit it or not
0: um it depends. Well, if I'm in the passenger seat, anything goes.
1: Okay. Yes. <laughs> anything yes.
0: goes. I do think when I'm driving, it's more of a like drumming on the steering wheel, um, pointing. I used, pointing I used to whip a little. I used to whip a little. Sometimes you can nae I'm kidding. I don't nae nae in the car. That's embarrassing. <laughs>
1: but... <laughs> hey, hey, what if I told you I nae nae in the car? Is it embarrassing now?
0: Yep still <laughs>
1: okay. Fuck. Damn. okay. Um, well maybe, maybe i'll knock that shit off then maybe
0: maybe you think about it think about it but okay, i think about it i do think it's mainly boring like pointing drumming on steering wheel type stuff but if i'm in the passenger seat it's like as much as i can do with a seatbelt on i will be doing if that makes sense love that yeah
1: i i love doing an air drum i love yeah with, you know one hand on the wheel usually my left hand Right hand or you know, just a little air drum for, for the folks out there.
0: There's this um Macklemore song. Embarrassing. Uh
1: oh. Uh you just told on yourself I big know, time on that one. But yeah. It
0: has um I'm pretty sure like a cowbell or i I'm not a music I'm not a music connoisseur, per se. So I, I
1: I think maybe some people at the end of this list might be saying you are a music connoisseur well, in fact. So we'll see about maybe, that. Keep keep that on the table, Mick. Come but on.
0: There's just this one where it just like I just act like I'm hitting the cowbell with I don't know. It's you'd have to see it. Honestly, on a podcast, I shouldn't have even brought it up. You gotta see <laughs> Folks, it to believe I it. I just saw <laughs>
1: I just saw her do it and I can't believe that she's doing that in the car. That's all I <laughs> that is all I gotta say. It Damn. takes both hands.
0: That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: what's your favorite part in this song to sing? Like what what's the part that you look forward to the most?
0: Um, I think the chorus because it it does one of those things where like the, the music like pauses for a second and then you go right into it and it's like really fast. Um like when she goes all eyes on me in the center of the scene, just like a circus and like it's just fun. It is just It's just fun, fun baby It's quick, it's serious, I have to make eye contact with something while singing it
1: uh this album also has a couple bangers on it this is the same album as womanizer radar if you seek amy circus of course the titular song from the album the eponymous song if i can say eponymous on this podcast
0: it's your podcast baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're 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 pissed oh why is he saying eponymous on my episode you're pissed about it
0: um no, I agree. I think that album is full of bangers, and I'm. But I do feel like some like true Britney fans are going to be like, "Oh my God, no!" You have to listen to her first, however many albums. But I'm like, mm, this one's beautiful, just like all of them.
1: It's amazing. Listen, the she. I used to not like Britney Spears when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this this album came out. Basically, it was, in my eyes, the end of, like, the Britney meltdown, like, era of tabloid yeah. news. And, like, mm-hmm. this kind of silenced, I think, people more or less in the tabloids. Mm-hmm. It's also crazy to think that the internet is so different now and how, like, if this were to happen in 2021, people would be like, she's, like, fine, you need to leave her alone, you know, like, even mm-hmm. more so, I think. Then, you know, obviously the Leave Britney Alone video is, like, an iconic video, wow. one of the all-time, like hugest videos of all time that we all know if you grew up with the internet at that time Mm -hmm. Uh, but she has some great songs toxic is a great pop song Mm -hmm. lucky is my personal favorite britney spears song do you know that one one?
0: yes my favorite current favorite um i think would be i'm a slave for you because i just think it's fun but i don't know all the words so it didn't make it on this list but that is my current fave but i feel like it changes because there's so many songs you can't stick with mention. one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, can we move on to the next yeah. track? Okay, let's move on to the next yes. track. Yes. The next track, also from 2008. Year, there are year siblings on this one. That's a classic phrase. Everyone is always saying year siblings, so I'm <laughs> glad I got to squeeze that one in. Uh, gives You Hell by the All-American Rejects. Snap, 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 snap. We love that. Mick, what's your history with this one? What's your history with All-American Rejects and Gives You Hell?
0: I... Love to sing it when I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) To put it simply, it is just a fun song to sing when I'm angry. You don't even have to have a face to put to it. But if you're angry at a specific person, this is an incredible car sing-along moment. Um, And that's kind of just it. I think it is fun. It is a bit repetitive. So I I get that. If there's anyone out there who's like, that song sucks. You're wrong, but it is repetitive. I get it. But that's what I need. I want to scream it over and over. I want, when you see my face, I hope it gives you hell. I really do. You. Talking to you.
1: Talking to me. Um, specifically me.
0: <laughs> specifically you. Yeah. But yeah, I just think when you're a little angry, you've had a long day. It doesn't really matter. It's just kind of fun to to yell that into the void. So that's, to put it simply, how I feel about this song.
1: When past guest and friend of the show Ben Oliphant was on the show he was talking about Bionicles which I'm sure you (gasps) saw because you looked through all the all the descriptions uh of all the episodes right and I used to
0: play with Bionicles so it was a pretty (laughs) iconic thing to see in there
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and there was a commercial I don't remember if I kept that moment in the show or not because actually believe it or not that episode was a while ago now I think about it I think that was in the 30s of like like episodes like somewhere between 30 and 39 and now we're like almost at the end of the 50s for this show if you can believe it or not uh but move along is like very closely associated with bionicles of the Mm mid-2000s because it was used in a commercial of some kind um i think that and it ends tonight were my first introduction to all american rejects and honestly it ends tonight beautiful piece of pop punk oh, beautiful yeah. piece of like angsty high school late middle school angst and you just need that sometimes even if you're fully grown out of high school mm-hmm. you need a little bit of angst a little bit of pop punk yeah you know juvenile whatever in your life because it feels good
0: and i also think that song it ends tonight would be a fabulous karaoke song
1: Oh, Because you it's are kinda so slow. Money on that.
0: It's kind of slow, but not slow in the awkward way. It's slow in the, like, people are going to sing along with you passionately, and it's going to be fun. That's how I feel. Yeah, it,
1: Because A Thousand Years is, like, very stagnant in how slow it is, but mm-hmm. It Bends Tonight builds to, like, a very, like, totally. climactic place. And you uh, don't, don't have to be,
0: yeah, you don't have to be a specific Twilight fan to sing along with that song, you know? A thousand years. True. It depends on the crowd. It's either really fun or nobody knows what's going on. But "It Ends Tonight" is universal, kind of like a "Dirty Little Secret." Come on, Eileen.
1: <laughs> There's probably <laughs> yeah that class that classic All American Rejects song. Come on, Eileen. Yeah.
0: Um, I uh, those are just two songs that I think get people going. So that's why those two. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Come on.
1: Yeah, a classic All American Rejects song. Um, yes. no, but so you've got "Gives You Hell." It ends tonight. Move along. From there, I believe with their first album, which I think was in the movie, I always get three movies confused. I get Win a Date with Tad Hamilton confused, with John Tucker Must Die confused, with uh, I Love You, Beth Cooper. I always get those wow. three movies confused. that makes sense. And I believe Swing Swing was in one of them.
0: I wish I could help you out here, and I can't, I can't tell you which one, but I'm sure you're right. Totally.
1: It's in one of them. I think. God damn. It's either. I love you, Beth Cooper or T- John Tucker must die. It's not when a date with Ted Hamilton, that I know for sure.
0: I was going to say John Tucker must die is the most iconic of those movies to me. And I just, it's feel not like bad. It's okay. It's, it would have made my list. Not, not top three, but the list that I was planning on making, that would have been much longer than three. yeah how were you how old
1: were you when you watched that movie for the first time i feel like that's maybe like a sleepover movie that you watch when you're maybe like a little too young definitely
0: i was definitely too young yes you are correct um but i've watched it many times since and i love it every time
1: and of course you feel bad for john tucker by the end that's the whole point of the movie right is you just feel bad for that john tucker right
0: that poor, hot jock who got every girl he wanted, I yeah. felt so <laughs> bad for him. But yeah, actually, yeah. I did. It, it worked.
1: It worked. It worked. You actually do, you feel a little bad. Uh, the chorus in, of course, Gives You Hell is powerful. It's a little revenge tune, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's so catchy. This is such a catchy song.
0: So catchy. Um. Also, he's kind of talking to Snack about an, someone who works nine to five with their white picket fence, and I'm like, I'm like halfway to being the person he's singing about.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's singing, him, in a way, he's singing about you, and maybe that's what you like is that he's negging you a little bit.
0: Maybe. I don't know, but I do. Every time I listen to that, I'm singing it, and then there's like one moment where I do like the Kanye smile to frown, and then I get back into it, but I have this one moment where I'm like, wow, this is kind of about me.
1: Is it when he says that nine to five, whatever, that nine to five place? Nine Never to five really taste, and it. I wonder
0: how bad that tastes. I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder <laughs>
1: how bad that tastes. Yes.
0: I'm like, does it? Do I not like it? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Batman, <laughs> I question my whole I don't life. Yeah, that that really that really turns your world upside down. I it can does. see it in your eyes right now.
0: I'm like, should should I? Should it taste bad to me? I don't know. We'll see. How,
1: do, how does it taste? I feel like it tastes pretty good. It's gotta taste all right.
0: Um, I'm a woman of stability. I love it i
1: love
0: yes amen uh
1: what is your favorite part of this one to sing is it when when we get that chorus in or is it the beginning when it starts out a little slower what's your favorite what's your what's the moment you most look forward to in this one
0: i kind of like when he said and i might get the words kind of wrong when he says like and if you find a man that's worth a damn and treats you well then he's a fool you're just as well i hope he gives you hell i just like i'm like damn (laughs) that's all i'm just like damn he said that
1: <laughs> but then, can he say that yeah exactly
0: towards the end when he says um he ends up saying if that find... he is i yes i'm i'm blanking on the actual words but then i'm
1: i'm getting them up right thank
0: now. you i was yeah i tried to study the lyrics for these songs for you so i wouldn't get them wrong live
1: i don't um, I, hey it doesn't bother me what do we got here? Uh, when you see my face. Hope it, uh, when you hear this song and you sing along, but you never tell, yes. then you're the fool. I'm just yes. as well. Hope it gives you hell. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, I kind of love how it ends with that. Like going back to him. He's like, I, I'm a little trick. I, it's also me because I'm the one singing this song.
1: But yeah, it is a classic device. And I love it every single time, regardless if it's in a song, a poem, you know, a book, a screenplay, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. It's such a classic device, and I love it every time. So I'm with you, Chef.
0: Amazing. I'm glad we're aligned. I really am. I'm so
1: glad. (laughs) Uh, Can we move on to the next track? Yes. Next track, going 10 years in the future. That was us going 10 years in the future. (laughs) We got BOY, all caps, BOY by Charlie Puth. Chef, Chef Mick, yes. this was the only song I didn't know beforehand. This was a discovery to me.
0: Well, I'm glad uh, I could show it to you.
1: <laughs> and I like this song. This song is catchy as hell, Mick. Right?
0: Yes. Um, What do you like about it? So it's not so much the lyrics. He is singing about okay. what I assume is being into an older woman who's not, like, into him, I think. And he's like, why are you – or She's still messing with him, but she doesn't want to date him. And he's like, why don't you want to date me? Anyways, doesn't really matter. So fun to sing. And I I would sample it for the listeners, but I am not a good singer. I sing this purely oh. alone, and I don't want to give an example right now. But, okay. you know, Charlie Puth, he has the perfect pitch. I would like to go on a date with him. That is another reason why he made it on the list.
1: Yes. Um, I saw that, I think, on Instagram. You were like, if anyone can get me in contact with Charlie Puth, I have a lot to say to him, or like something like that, or well, I, said, I want to talk about.
0: I said, if any of you have a connection to Charlie Puth that you're not telling me about, you're dead to me. I'm
1: pretty sure. Oh, that's so what it was. What I yes. said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was said, that was it, right? Yeah, that was it. You want to kill someone really. if they're being mean, if they're lying to you about their connection to Mr. Puth.
0: That being said, I just I think his voice is really fun. There's a lot of like. Ooing, I can't sing it I'm not going to sing there's it some there's yeah, some there's ooh-ing. Some ooh-ing. I'm sure there's yeah. a formal term for that I don't care and I just every time I listen to it I have so much fun
1: this song is a little bit I was going to say darker than some of the other tracks on the list Circus is also a little darker sounding like it's mm-hmm. a little bit more like the lights are off and the neon signs are glowing this one also had a little bit like I'm in the club Feel to it a little bit, like I could imagine this coming on, like on the dance floor yeah. or something like that, with some drinks in the hand, and you're with your girls or whatever, you know, uh out on the town. But it doesn't have like, like club banger potential. But it would be like, mm-hmm. oh, you hear this, and you get your Shazam app out, and you're like, what is this song? This song is pretty good, you know, because yeah. this song doesn't even have it's not like one of the most played on the album either. So I'm actually curious how you came across this song. Cause it's not like a chart topper either.
0: Yeah, that is a great question. I honestly do not know. I think most likely it was a discover weekly thing because I Classic. used to be really every Monday I'd be listening to my discover weekly, not so much anymore. Um, but that's probably, or like release radar a long time ago, maybe, um, but yeah, that's actually a great question because I don't know, but ever since I heard it, it's been on like every, every one of my playlists that I make that is like the one I hit shuffle on when I don't know what else to listen to. So.
1: I do want to point out while it's on top of mind, uh, Mick did make this in Spotify. I will have the link to the uh, actual real life playlist in the description of the show and the Playlist cover photo is <laughs> so good. Uh, I'll describe it quickly if you're not looking at it. it is a minivan with a New Jersey license plate. Shout out to the Garden State. Uh, <laughs> with a rear windshield sticker of Nicki Minaj in front of the American flag. One Nation Under Minaj next to a BMW <laughs> logo. Uh, and then it says, the Barb Mobile. Barb Mobile. Honk if you're a Barb. Is this a photo that you just had at the ready? Is this in the archives for you? How do you often do you pull this out? What's the story on this photo?
0: Yes, so I have it saved most likely from Twitter, um, and I was looking through my photos because I was like, I need, I'm someone, I need a photo for all my playlists, right? I need covers, yeah. Um And I wanted one that was a car, so I was just going through the photos I already had, and I found this one. And although there is not spoiler, there's not. Uh, there's not a Nikki song on here, but she's featured on the next one. We're going to talk about um, She shows up. So it, it's kind of fitting. I just needed a car photo and this one just makes me smile. So, and I knew it would make you smile. So I love it. I was I so to happy
1: to see it. I was so happy to see it. The fact, I just realized that all of these stickers are on a BMW, which makes it even better. Cause it's just like, you're yep. just turning this such an expensive car into such a piece of trash, yes. like immediately, yes. <laughs> and I just realized that about the uh, about the photo. Um, the only thing I the only thing I wanted to say about this song, it isn't even about this song, mm-hmm. but the only like somewhat anecdote I have about Charlie Puth is the first time I ever even heard of him was in 2015 because he was featured on the yes, or I guess in some ways he was the singer of the "See You Again" song yes. from Fast and Furious Seven, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we we all know that song. We all know it, and I remember, like, just after New Year's 2016, being driven to the airport to go back to college mm-hmm. for freshman year. <laughs> this is my dad's cheesy. driving me. <laughs> this is well, it's about to get a whole lot cheesier, because my, da- my drive, my dad's driving me. We're like less than five minutes away, maybe like seven minutes away from the airport. And I had such a bad first semester, such a rough first semester Mm -hmm. that we're getting there. The song is playing. The chorus kicks in. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I start crying because I'm like, I don't want to go back. I hate Chapman. I hate school, you know, like so much. And my dad is like, what the fuck are you doing (laughs) over there? (laughs) Like, what's going on? And I'm like uh i'm fine i don't, like i just like so just didn't want to talk about it just like i'm fine i'm fine i just i'm I'm gonna miss you like, like that's what it was and that's like the i was like a very like burned into my memory moment of like man i gotta either like start enjoying this school because i can't do this every time i come home yes. like just be that sad like to like leave like my family in portland again but happy ending that never happened again liked college a lot more so that's the anecdote with charlie pooth um but he's sort of climbing the charts he's sort of becoming a little bit of a superstar i would say
0: he's a superstar to me that's for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) damn you'd give him the superstar treatment that's for sure i do yes uh should we move on yeah let's do it oh nikki you're so fine you're so fine you're next in line hey nikki Hey Nikki,
0: amazing,
1: <laughs> amazing. Uh, next song is "Beauty and a Beat" by Justin Bieber featuring Nicki Minaj, from 2012. First things first, why did he not call this album "Believe" instead of "Believe"?
0: Wow, now that <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Um, that's like Spiracy not being called conspiracy. Um, oh
1: damn! Yes.
0: That is an amazing question, and I think you should contact his management about it. To be honest,
1: <laughs> maybe they'll give us some free Drew merch maybe. for like they have finding a Drew huge Crocs. They have Drew Crocs. Oh, damn, get me and Maddie Ogden some Drew Crocs. Yep, with she the we're Talking about Crocs,
0: they got Drew gibbets.
1: I'll, I'll I'll pass on the gibbets. The gibbets can stay in the bag for me.
0: So Noah just announced he's no fun. <laughs> Take notes, everybody. He's
1: everybody too write cool that for down. gibbets. No, you should be embarrassed.
0: You should be embarrassed.
1: But... <laughs> didn't, say, didn't say I was too cool. Just, just, just they me going to stay in the bag.
0: It wasn't. It was implied. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: It was implied. It was implied. Uh, Mick, what's your history with Beauty and a Beat? What's your deal with this one?
0: I think it goes without saying that this song shaped a lot of us. I'm sure in many ways. Uh-huh, um, yeah. It is incredible. I think underrated. Like, you know how there's a lot of older... I would agree. Yeah, there's older songs, like older Justin Bieber songs, that still get played in, like, certain, I don't know, places that you go. I don't I don't know how to word that better. But you don't hear this song very often. It has Nicki on it. It's amazing. And I just don't really understand why we don't hear it more, I think is a big thing for me, but... I kind of rediscovered it over the pandemic. Not that I ever forgot about it. I rewatched that music video like at least once every two years, but definitely more often this year.
1: (laughs) What's the deal with the music video? I'm actually unfamiliar.
0: It's so good. He's like at he's at a specific like water park. Maybe he's I don't even remember. It's been it's been like a month since I've watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the whole premise is he's like, half of the video he's filming, like, a selfie, like, he's filming it on, I think it was sponsored by either some type of camera phone or, like, some type of videotaping device, like, it was clearly, it's like when beats show up in music videos, and you're like, oh my god, the product placement is so obvious, um, and there's just some iconic pool dancing, but basically he's, like, walking around this pool party, and everybody's going crazy, it looks so fun, and then there's that one part with him and Nikki and she's like, or they're like body rocking on each other. And he's yes. currently dating Selena. And you're like, Oh my God, did Selena watch him and Nikki do that in the pool? That was crazy. Um, <laughs> it's a great music video. And it's kind of the parts where it's like a selfie type video. They try to make it look like it's all like one take. Like he's just walking around and then handing yeah, off the classic. camera. Um, obviously I do i don't think that's how it went but that's showbiz baby um
1: hey that's hey that's movie magic for you that's mm -hmm. very obvious product placement in justin bieber magic music video magic for you
0: and the most interesting thing for me the most fun line obviously is gotta keep an eye out for selena like that was iconic and it's so funny to me because people still use that line in so many memes but we don't hear the song so that's interesting I just realized that uh, as I was saying
1: that. So I actually have never seen that used in a meme, so now I'm curious because that line is iconic because she call, because to force the rhyme, she says Selena instead of Selena, yeah. you know? And that's always stuck in my head as well. Like, that's like one of the main things. Truthfully, the thing I remember most about this song is the Nicki feature. Yeah. More so than Duh. the Jay Beams parts. Duh. In, right. In time
0: in something they just can't get on my inclined world tour it's mine 10 little letters in a big sign something like that justin bieber
1: gotta keep an eye out for selena
0: basically and i see that meme all the time i'm actually surprised you don't see that very often
1: i gotta see this meme
0: it's just like a very it's like a response if there's ever any like photo or video that goes viral where somebody's like winking or one eyes open or anything people will always comment she's keeping one eye out for selena like i it's very niche maybe maybe
1: this is this is some mandela effect going on because i don't know about this at all this is totally brand new
0: i feel crazy actually trying to explain it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel crazy not knowing about it because you're like it's everywhere it's it's everywhere people are always looking at maybe in your corners of the internet it's everywhere in my corners of the internet. I'm looking I follow someone online called old person online who follows one person and has about a hundred and five thousand followers. So that's yeah. that's what I'm looking for on online. So
0: Got it. Different spheres for sure.
1: Yeah, different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Uh, you said that this, this music video is filmed at a water park, somewhat related, you being a Pacific Northwester and more specifically a Washingtonian have any Great Wolf Lodge experiences <laughs> <laughs> Mick, to speak of.
0: Oh, of course I do. First of all.
1: <laughs> I that that, that place <laughs> is so gross it's in so retrospect. Icky.
0: I had the pleasure of going to the Great Wolf Lodge like three or four times for different birthday parties, which yes. is totally like like a wealthy kid thing to say, but I just my friends, they were able to take me. I didn't question it. I said, let's go. Give me the wristband. Um, let's go.
1: Let's dive in.
0: Firstly, they have that little teen club. It's for like the not babies, but the not adults. And, and for
1: anyone who's like wondering what the hell Great Wolf Lodge yes. is and why that was such mm-hmm. an immediate connection. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a youth targeted water park, right? Like it's like a teen targeted park, right? Indoor water park. Yes, which and for the do, Pacific Northwest is huge.
0: Yes, they do have other locations, so some people from around the U.S. might have been to one, but not not the Washington one, which is the most iconic. It um, is. So my, I have two little snippets. One, they have this teen club, and by that, it's just like this room where they flash lights and play music. Um, Love that. The no, not even water to be drunk in this teen club um i remember trying to
1: dehydrate the teens
0: they they are and then they try to upcharge (laughs) you in the little buffet for drinks that's how they get you that's how they get you um i remember hearing cupid shuffle the cupid shuffle in that club for the first time ever i saw these cool kids doing the dance and my life changed from that moment forward it was insane I picked up on the dance pretty quickly. I was dancing with them. I felt like the coolest bitch on the block. Like, let's go it. I don't think anything will compare to that moment because I was like a fifth or sixth grader at this time. It was absolutely insane. And then my second thing is the tornado, which for people who aren't familiar, that is one of those like water slide things where you get in the tube with like up to four people. And you, you're basically put into like a funnel yeah. of sorts. And it looks pretty crazy when you're th- that young. But looking back, I'm like, that is a pretty small funnel. Anyways, I fell out of the tube. And I had to oh, hold Jesus on. Christ. I had to hold on with one hand. And I don't even remember if I came out with my swimsuit on or not. Because I was wearing, it. I remember it was one of the first places I was ever allowed to wear a bikini. My mom let me. Let's go. She let me get a bikini and she let me take it. And it was, that was another iconic part. So, anyways, lots of life changing moments at the Great Wolf Lodge for me.
1: Yeah. Whether you walk in thinking you're going to have a life changing moment (laughs) at the Great Wolf Lodge or not, you have one. That's kind of the magic of Great Wolf Lodge. And it's one of the most disgusting places on earth, also in retrospect. Not when you're in the moment. Do you think about that? But looking back, you're like, yes. that's like one of the dirtiest possible places you could probably be.
0: Oh, totally. When you get that little, the bucket dumps all that water on you, and you <laughs> swallow <laughs> half of it. Yeah, fucking like, gross.
1: So nasty. But I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. What's your favorite part of this song to sing? What's the most iconic verse or part for you?
0: Um, I would, I would say that "Gotta Keep an Eye Out for Selena. like the whole. Nikki verse, I don't know it by heart, but the parts I know, I give it, I give it my all. When Love I sing. that. So.
1: Amazing. I also sang this uh, at
0: karaoke last week. Sorry.
1: Nope. And I hey, also hey.
0: sang the next song at karaoke last week.
1: <laughs> Before we get to that, I do want to say one of the, f- I have not been to a lot of concerts in my life post pandemic. Mm-hmm. That is something I am very much looking forward to doing is going to concerts mm-hmm. uh, as often as possible. Truthfully, like as often as financially possible. Mm-hmm. I did see the My World Tour, though. I was at the Portland, at the time it was the Rose Quarter, now it's the Moda Center, and I went with my sister and my dad, and we saw the My World Tour. Wow. And it was really cool. Like, even, I was very skeptical going in, but it was like, I guess I'll go, you know, the whole family's going. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was like, this guy is so talented, you know what I mean? It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I went. I think I went on the Never Say Never tour, if that was a tour. Because
1: I think it was cuz then they make a concert doc out of that.
0: I went to the I tour after the I don't remember, but Carly Rae Jepsen opened at the Tacoma there Dome, we go. the Tacoma Ooh, Dome.
1: I love the Tacoma Dome. And baby.
0: the problem with her opening is that my ears were so messed up that by the time Justin Bieber came on, he literally sounded like a chipmunk, and that was at the time when that was, like, the joke, is that he sounded yes. like a like a girl, basically, is what people were saying, yes. as if that was the worst thing in the world. But I, I remember I looked at videos the next day, and he totally didn't sound like that. It was just so loud that Carly Ray Jepsen messed up my ears from how loud she was. Not that that's Damn. her fault, but, like, the speaker's that I couldn't hear Justin Bieber's re- like real voice until I watched it back, which was sad. So
1: you believed in that moment, oh, maybe he does sound like a chipmunk. Maybe this yeah, is Yeah, I was a, like, oh my God.
0: My, my brother was right, basically.
1: <laughs> which is the worst thing in the world for your brother to be right. Absolutely worst, yes. Yeah, my sister hates that even to this day when I'm right, she gets fucking pissed. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Last song in the current fave section, then we're going to move into the all-time yes. faves. Blah, 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 featuring... God, Jude, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Featuring 303 (laughs) from 2010. Mick, what's the history with this one? Why'd you pick it?
0: Okay. So, Kesha and 303, iconic duo. Um,
1: Yep. Name a more iconic duo. I'll wait. You can't. You
0: can't. And um, I do believe 303 doesn't totally age well, a lot of the stuff that they did. But at the time, it rocked my world. So yeah. I had to include something with 303 involved and Kesha, honestly, this album specifically, Kesha was, she was changing the world.
1: Um, Still does. But how, how is she changing the world? Kira, I, this, this <laughs> one does not work. This song does not work for me. It didn't work then. It doesn't work for me now. How is Kesha changing the world?
0: Well, um, that was a little bit of a hyperbole.
1: A little okay. bit. Just a um, bit.
0: <laughs> just a bit. But I think this song is funny. I do think it's really fun to sing. When I sing at karaoke, I had such a fun time um, because I do know most of the words. But basically, this song is so funny to me because she's basically saying, if you want to hook up with me, shut the fuck up. Like She's literally (laughs) saying, she's saying, shut the fuck up or you are not getting any tonight. And I just think that is so funny. And that is one of the main reasons why I enjoy singing the song. Beyond it, I think the the beat is fun, like I have fun with it. It's kind of I don't know. It's like really specific. Put me specific.
1: in the back with the jack with the jukebox. Put
0: me in the back with a jack of the jukebox.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Anyways, I could I could sing it right now freestyle. <laughs> that wow. would not be freestyle. I mean um a cappella. That's what I meant yeah. to say. But yes. Um, I totally understand why it doesn't do anything for you. And I knew, I knew putting on this playlist that that was kind of bold. It was bold of me. It was. And Listen, I'll admit it.
1: There's a couple ones on this playlist that don't actually hit for me. Circus doesn't really hit for me mm-hmm. all okay. that much, but I'm more or less like ambivalent towards it. Like I'm very indifferent yeah. towards that one. This one like actively doesn't work for me. And there's one other one on this that you actually might be a little bit surprised about mm. that doesn't really work for me. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Like I'm just, it's it has nothing to do with you yeah. liking it or disliking it I just wanted to point out just for the listeners to get it off my chest and say this one didn't work for yeah. me at the time still 10 years later 11 years later still not working for me unfortunately I'm kind of I just never got Kesha I don't think
0: yeah I think she was just so edgy and I was like a sixth grader and I was like oh my god she's so cool but also scary <laughs> um she's a
1: little scary she's got a darkness to her that some other mm-hmm. pop stars at the time I don't want to say didn't have, but, like, she leaned into the darkness.
0: I think she's kind of like um, Emma Chamberlain. This is weird. But Emma Chamberlain became really famous on YouTube because she would, like, talk about stuff that people that tried to be influencers wouldn't talk about. Like, she would talk about, like, poop and, like, her acne and, like, laying in bed all day and not doing anything and, like, stuff like that. And I think Kesha was, like, I party. I do this stuff that these celebrities like try to hide from you and pretend like they don't do this crazy stuff, and so, I'm just going to sing about it. And I I don't know if those parallels really work, but I kind of think I they think do. I think there's something there. I think that people like people who like tell it like it is and aren't like hiding.
1: Yeah, they're authentic.
0: Yeah. So I think it was kind she, of authentic yeah. that she was singing about ridiculous things like shut the fuck up or I won't hook up with you. Like nobody no pop star at that time would sing about something like that because that would be seen like people would slut shame her basically. And Kesha was like, no, I'm going to sing TikTok. I'm going to talk about brushing my teeth with Jack. And then I'm going to go say, meet me in the back with the Jack and the jukebox. And she did it. And it worked.
1: What's the, what's the, what's the part of this song that you most look forward to?
0: Um, I'm trying to think, I think, the beginning the like the opening of the song is really fun sure. um from the like her starting with the yeah anyways i, mean, like I would lot. i would sing the whole thing right now but um, i think the beginning is the most fun because she comes in kind of hot you know, she does it. come
1: in hot shout out to kesha for always coming in hot 303 just really, really puts this song in such a particular time. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. having the featured by th- featuring 303 immediately, like early totally. internet, like early YouTube people making their own, you know, parodies or their own like music videos to jo- to don't trust me. I remember that was like, I, hell, I probably there's somewhere is probably a parody of 303. Don't trust <laughs> me. Or like a music video that I made of don't trust me. Cause that song was huge. It was so yeah. catchy. Um, should we move on to our? Should we move on to the the cream of the crop now?
0: Yes, I'm. I, I'm actually shaking in my boots that there's another oh. one, another song in here that doesn't do it for you because one of these five songs is my favorite song of all time, like I, of all time, and I am scared.
1: <laughs> oh boy, we're about to find out. I guess we're about to we're about to we're about to encounter that you know in the wild, so to speak.
0: Yes, we are. Uh,
1: we are entering the all-time faves section of the list. Mick, before we actually start talking about the songs themselves, how does one become an all-time fave? What is the criteria for an all-time fave? Is there criteria for an all-time fave? What what What's the thought process there?
0: I would say there is no criteria. However, these five are kind of classics. They've held up over time. Um and i just love they're just they're non-skips i will never skip these songs if i if i hit shuffle and this song comes up any of any of these five songs comes up there is like zero chance that i skip it and i think that is probably like i don't even have to be in the mood for them i think that's the criteria
1: wow okay they're like immediate mood like brightens your day like regardless it sounds like
0: yeah i would say so
1: damn well, the first one that we're going to talk about here is a duet. It's yeah. the only duet on the whole list. This is Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki D from 1975. Mick, what's your history with this song?
0: Um, I think everybody's heard this song. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I honestly, I don't have a ton to say other than it is so fun. Fine. I sing both parts to myself. And... Uh-huh. I just think it's so cute, to be frank. It is. It
1: is one of the cutest songs ever written, I have to um,
0: say. I love – I mean, there's an, a version of it in Ella Enchanted. That one's cute. I always think about the end of that movie when they're dancing, and that's like kind of how they close the movie is they all break out into this
1: song. Are you talking about Chicken Little?
0: No, I'm talking about Ella Enchanted.
1: Oh, you're talking about Ella Enchanted. I was like, what animated movie do they sing this in? I thought it was Flushed Away at first. Do you remember Flushed Away with the rats? Hugh Jackman rat?
0: Yeah, it's been a while. But yes,
1: unfortunately, yes. I remember that. Well, I thought it was that movie. And I kept searching Flushed Away, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. like, And I could not find anything. And then I realized, oh, it was Chicken Little the whole time. It was the Disney animated Chicken okay. Little. And they sing it in the credits. And that's how I remember. That's the first time I ever that's heard this song. That's cute. I haven't
0: seen chicken little in so long that i would never have remembered that but yeah, it's just such a cute song
1: it is undeniable cuteness radiating yeah. from this song great karaoke what, song
0: as well sorry an
1: incredible <laughs> karaoke song what is the go-to part for you what's what part do you most look forward to singing
0: um the <laughs> no, <Love> it <laughs> was so awkward <laughs> nobody knows Love it, it
1: nobody knows it
0: and that's all i'm gonna give you because i already gave you too much
1: (laughs) you oh baby you're leaving us wanting more and that's okay i literally have written down this is one of the cutest songs ever written like i literally have that written down in my notes but i think we should move on should we move on let's move on second song brandy you're a fine girl by looking glass from 1972 what's your history mick why'd you pick it
0: well, Noah, this is my favorite song of all time.
1: Yeah, baby. I like this song a lot too. This oh, is not the amazing. one that doesn't do it for me. Oh, yeah, I love into- this
0: song. Okay, okay. Um I don't know when I first heard this song, but it was like within the past few years, which is I know is ridiculous because this song is pretty classic, I would say. Um sure. sometime in college, and it's been a favorite ever since. I it's not particularly happy actually. But it makes me happy to sing it because I like to mimic his, his voice. Like what oh, yeah, a he's good. he's got a great singing voice. You would be my wife, my wife, <laughs> my love, and love. anyways, I have my wife
1: saying my wife like that guy's little <laughs> literally
0: <voice>. my wife. More vibes. <laughs> love.
1: Hey, wawa we wawa we
0: wawa wah wee Um, I am really passionate about this song. I feel so bad for Brandy. <laughs> this poor girl. And he, they, the guy even says in the song. I'm saying the guy because he's singing about a guy. So I'm talking about the guy. He's singing as the guy.
1: He's talking. Oh, the guy he's singing about, right?
0: Yeah, this guy yeah, as, has yeah. always been clear with Brandy that it's not going to work out, but she still loves him. And so I don't even it's blame. Tragic. I don't even blame the guy. I just, it just sucks when like you know that this woman this is so silly it's a song this woman is in love with him and he keeps coming back and he brings her gifts and she can't help but love him and every time he comes back he says I literally am not gonna stay here with you and she knows that and I just think that's so sad but I love singing it and I just think it's fun and I like the the sound overall
1: he, he, the man who does sing the song, the lead singer of Looking Glass is a man named Elliot Lurie. That's his name. And for future reference, if anyone was burning, Amazing. had a burning desire to know what the guy's name was, Elliot Lurie. Uh, first time I ever heard this song, Guardians of the Galaxy, straight up. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I ever heard this song. I think it's the first song you hear in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I think it's the first yeah. song of the movie. And I was sitting in theaters thinking, Oh well, I'm done with Marvel, but this one looks kind of fun, you know. Just like yeah. my little 17 year old ass sitting in the theater with my dad and my sister, and just like, well, maybe I'll be, maybe this one will be fun. And actually, just not liking it that much, to be honest with you. But the soundtrack is great to Guardians.
0: Yes, I love the soundtrack. I actually hadn't seen Guardians until like this past year, but I knew that the soundtrack was good. So
1: it's the iconic part of the movie, and yes. and Groot. And baby Groot, baby we think Kurt. he's cute.
0: When I worked at Disneyland, that was the phase when everybody had that little baby Groot on their shoulder, the little magnet thing. It would just there'd oh, yeah. just be baby Groot on everyone's shoulder that mostly men, because that was like they're they're like, I won't wear the Mickey ears, but I'll put a baby Groot on my shoulder to please my child, basically is he'll, what I saw most. He'll, it,
1: yeah, he'll put a well I'll put a stupid ass guy on my shoulder yeah. if it'll if it'll make people happy. <laughs> exactly. Um this is a great song. Oh, This is a great song. Mm-hmm. Very fun to sing. It doesn't surprise me that this made it on your list. Our next song, though, is Uptown Girl by Billy Joel from 1983, from the yes. album An Innocent Man. This is the one that maybe would surprise you. This song doesn't really do it for me, to be honest with you. I That's... think it's a little boring, truthfully.
0: Okay. I, you know, I can I can see it.
1: But um... I appreciate the song, and I appreciate that it made your list. So I don't yeah. want to sh- sit here and shit on it. What is the history of this one? Why does it make the list?
0: Um, I'm a city girl.
1: I okay. Think,
0: I think we all know that, and by we, I mean you and me, not anyone yep. else, probably. Um, we all
1: know. We all know.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I just like, like, I I just like the lyrics. I think it's kind of cute. He's like. I, he's into this uptown girl. He's just a downtown man. He can't afford to buy her gifts like the other guys that she has associated with in the past. And I just think it is so cute that he wants to be with her. And it is cute. He wants her to say that he's my yay my yay
1: Thank you, thank know. you. Yeah,
0: that's like yeah. that's my favorite part to sing. In case you were going to ask that, definitely that part. Okay. Um, Love it but I think it's cute. And I'm like, I want that to be me. I want to be the Uptown girl looking for a downtown man. I think that's adorable.
1: You should write the response song to this called downtown guy or downtown man or something like that. You I, you know,
0: I would happily do that. I'm not a writer, but if I was, if I were, I think would actually be hell, the right, the right thing to say.
1: That yeah. you, hell you can, I'm sure you could, I'm sure you could give us well, maybe. a perfect rendition <laughs> downtown man
0: maybe i'll draft up downtown man in microsoft excel because that is what i'm better at than than writing in word (laughs) it would be the first song
1: ever written in microsoft excel that would be a first (laughs) for damn sure um this so the to illustrate to you because i love billy joel Mm -hmm. i love billy joel there's a number of songs off this album even that i really like what else did i write down what's on this album Oh, yeah. Easy Money is on this Mm -hmm. album. Keeping the Faith is Mm -hmm. on this album. Tell Her About It is on this album, which is probably my favorite song from the album, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Tell Her About It. Uh, But on my other podcast, it's on the list. Last June, Mason and I did the June Joel Jamboree. Oh. Where we picked 16 Billy Joel songs because we weren't going to go any longer. If we had done any more, the show would have been like, Three hours long, or which would have been too long. And we did a March Madness style bracket. And we put songs up against w- other songs. And That's we crowned, fun. we each crowned our own winner for these Billy Joel songs. And Uptown Girl did not even make it out of my first round. It lost to We Didn't Start the Fire, which I enjoy oh, well, that makes miles sense. more.
0: Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> well, we I did- love We
1: Didn't Start the Fire.
0: So I was a PA on a thesis, Jenna and Hayden's. Lightning
1: Dogs, um, and Wasn't
0: that as, what it was called. Yes, and as you may yeah. remember, um, there was a fire, a little little forest fire, on location Ooh. the night Ooh. before we were supposed to film there. Um, so, anyways, after after we wrapped, a little group of us went and did karaoke, and they sang, "We didn't start the fire," and. Oh. It was, I was just, like, happy to be there. As somebody who just likes to, I just enjoy being on set with my friends. Just being there, watching them sing that after what they, I'm sure they went through. Because I was just a bystander. I was like, this doesn't truly, this doesn't affect me. I wish I could make it all better for my friends. But truly, I have no, like, this isn't my life the way thesis is for actual films students. So anyways, I just... It was a beautiful moment to be there while they were singing that. So anyways, I understand why it would pass Uptown Girl for sure.
1: I'm going to, I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm going to share my screen with you so that you know that I'm not cheating. Okay. I'm going to do as much of We Didn't Start the Fire as I can. Okay. Okay. No way. Actually, now that I
0: think about it, that is
1: so impressive. I'm going to do as much. Can you see my notes here? Yes. Okay, so I'm
0: not going to read them. Go. I'm not going to read what you have. That's for fine. You
1: don't. You can, you can read me me if so. you want. You can read if you want. It doesn't matter. We'll get to them. I'll still ask you the questions. But here we go. So the, Mick is seeing the screen. I don't have the lyrics pulled up. Is that fair? Yes. That.
0: Yes. Sorry. Yes.
1: Confirmed. Okay. okay so it's we didn't start the fire. Okay, I gotta get the beginning in my head now. Fuck. I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to crap out before I even <laughs> started. Da, 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 yeah. Uh, Oh my god. This is so embarrassing. I can't even remember the I cannot even remember the first part. Uh holy shit. This is so bad. I cannot remember. I need to look at the fr- I need to you look at the any- first.
0: Do you need me to look it. up the Okay. The first. Because okay. I wouldn't know either. You definitely need the beginning to get started. So. I got it.
1: I got okay. it. I don't have it up. I don't have it up. I, I don't have it up. It's Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny. Is that okay? I actually do need to. I do need to look at it <laughs> now. It is. It is okay. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, uh, Joe DiMaggio, uh, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Baker Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> uh rosenberg's h-bomb sugar ray palindrome, brando the king and i and the catcher in the rye eisenhower vaccine brooklyn's got a winning team Machiana Liberace, satayana goodbye we didn't start the fire it was always <laughs> burning since the world's been turning. we didn't start the fire though we tried to flame it <laughs> i'm not gonna go any more than that but uh that was incredible do I know the rest I don't know. Maybe I even fucked it up, to be honest with you. I don't remember if that Here's was Here's the thing. Right
0: one. I wouldn't yeah. know. So, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, you just impressed me incredibly.
1: Yeah, and that could have all been made up. <laughs> it could have. It could, could have, have, have all been just think. been so made up. Well, something that's not made up is the next selection on your list. That is 1973's Benny and the Jets by Elton John from Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Amazing. Elton John's top five favorite music artists for me Mm -hmm. chef what's your history with this why'd you pick this song
0: okay a couple reasons one I just love the song I mean it's a classic yeah I would like to be I would like to be Benny with the electric boots and the mohair suit like I would love to be Benny that absolutely and I also love um how he says they're so weird and wonderful I love that I love I would love to be described by those two adjectives I think that is so fun and I think that I can really picture it because I actually looked up the song I was like I'm gonna look it up we're gonna talk about it I'm gonna look up who Betty and the Jets are and they're not they're just who are they they're just as far as I researched they're a fake band it was inspired by because this was written what year was this written?
1: The album or, came out in 73, so around that time. Okay,
0: I think I read that it was about, like, the music scene in the 70s and, like, being a fan. And so Benny and the Jets are not real, but they're singing about them as if they are. And Benny has electric boots and a mohair suit.
1: I always thought it was David Bowie. Or a David Bowie sort of, like, an analog. You that know, because sense. he was always switching up the look. Always. Yeah had something going on that was bigger than just the music. So that
0: makes sense. Whether
1: it is him or not, I always thought it was about David Bowie or a David Bowie type figure.
0: The Wikipedia that I little snippet I read was not very detailed. And so I believe you. And so my second reason I told you, if we did romantic comedies, 27 dresses would be on there, whether it was top three or more. Um, I don't know why it would have just
1: been three it would never would have been more. Let's yes. just put that, put that, put yes. that rumor to bed.
0: Yeah. If, <laughs> just so everyone knows, if Noah asks you to be on the podcast and you want to talk about a genre, you get three movies
1: and that is <laughs> it. For some people that's that for some people, three is too much, but for that's some true. people three is like, that's way too fucking much. But for you yeah. three is not enough. That's constricting. And you know what? That's yeah. fine with me.
0: Well, this song famously was in 27 dresses Um, when they're at the bar and they sing it together and they fight over whether he says electric boobs or boots or whatever, they have this little fight over. It's super cute and fun. And then they end up kissing. Thank God we knew there was tension. I mean, it's incredible, but I just, that scene makes me so happy. And so this, and that movie, I don't know why I watched it so much as a kid. I think it's just because it was one that I happen to have on DVD. And you know when that happens and you just, you just happen to watch it 20 times. Oh yeah. That happened to me with the Robots movie, that animated one. Oh yeah, oh Oh yeah. I never want to see that again. I watched it so many times. (laughs) But 27 Dresses, I will watch over and over. And so this song is both, like it's a classic, duh. But it also is nostalgic for me because, and it's just cute, I feel like I'm in a movie. I think that's also what Uptown Girl, Uptown Girl makes me feel like I'm in a movie. Like, I'm a main character in, like, some romantic comedy. And that's why I like both of these songs, Uptown Girl and Benny and the Jets.
1: Yeah, they they both got whimsy to them in a way that's Mm -hmm. different but still unique. Or, excuse me, unique but still that feeling, that feeling of whimsy. Uptown Girl makes maybe you feel like you're in an 80s movie. Yeah. Benny and the Jets maybe like a little darker maybe like a rocky horror maybe like an almost famous even yeah like, you know just very surrounded by music have you seen almost famous chef it's
0: it is on my watch list on letterboxd oh. as we speak and i almost clicked on it last week and i didn't i Ooh. don't i don't remember what i i think i watched coyote ugly instead which i'm not mad <laughs> about damn i'm not mad Listen, about
1: i know i know you had a great time with that the first time that i ever that's actually not true the first time I ever watched Almost Famous, I was too young to appreciate it, I think. Uh, the second time I watched Almost Famous was I think junior year of college, maybe senior year of college. One of the most, I've had, it was like, I was like high from it, to be honest with you. Like, I can't say that about a lot of movies, but that movie is so beautiful and tender and sweet. Absolutely a must watch when you I, when you are ready to watch.
0: Yeah, I think similar to you, I'm pretty sure I have seen it because it looks okay. so familiar but I think I was too little. It's like how I saw all the Lord of the Rings movies when I was a little with my dad, because he was watching them with my older brother, but I don't Classic. remember anything. I remember my precious. That's about it. So
1: it's he kind of like that
0: his, where I need
1: to talk. Talking about his dick. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I am
0: yeah. I knew that actually I, because I Googled it.
1: Hey, congrats. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I, so I do think I've seen it, but I, I don't remember but it looks so familiar anyways so i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna love it i know it
1: you will love it it's hard not to love that movie i think to be honest with you chef we got one more song should we talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it last song the newest song of the all-time faves too all the other songs are from the 80s and the 70s this one is from 2004 she is british i think or is she australian
0: um, I'm a fake fan because I don't know.
1: We're about to find out. I will I will double check for us. But nonetheless, she's British. Natasha Benningfield's unwritten. Coming in, rounding out the all-time faves. What's your history with this one, Mick? Why'd you pick it?
0: Um, Many reasons. One, she's a classic. We all love her. Her being the song, I... Don't know why I chose to give it pronouns, but I did.
1: We love her. We um, love her. We love unwritten her, that cutie.
0: Yes, we do. Um, So I sang this at karaoke in San Diego. Wow. My, my friends and I, two years ago, I think, we went to this karaoke bar. There was nobody in there. Like maybe three, four humans plus bartenders and my friends and I. I cue up this song. It feels right. Um, And it was, it was so right. It was, I've never felt more alive. I have not felt this alive since. And I don't know if I ever will. It was just, I was in my own little world. It was nice that there weren't that many people there because I made, I made that dance floor my bitch because I could. Let's
1: go. Um,
0: I gave it my all. You the space to work. Yes. My earrings fell out of my ears. They broke. I was so invested. It was sad actually. They were really funny rings. They said let's dance. Let's on one ear and dance on the other. Um it was horrible, but it was incredible because I was so I was so engrossed in the song. And nothing else mattered in that moment. And also, my second reason is I love the way it makes me feel. Like anything is possible. She wrote it for her brother when he was like I'm going to actually butcher the whole story. I'm pretty sure he was like graduating or like something where she was like, now's your time to like write your story, basically. That's um, awesome. That could be wrong, but I, it is for her brother. I know that for a fact. I just don't know. The, I'm making up the, the context, basically, here. Um, but it's a great song. And I think it's another one that people will sing with you, but it's also fun to sing alone. And that makes it, it is, kind of it iconic. Does just
1: feel, it does actually it does have a very strong group pull to it like Mm -hmm. i could see you and all your friends in theory singing this song together Mm -hmm. in the in the bar um that's always so magical when you go into a place and you're either by yourself or with a group there's not a lot of other people and you have like an amazing time it sort of feels like it's like no one's gonna believe me that this happened and i am the only one who can sort of have any sort of like truth or any sort of yeah like 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 cloud or sort of like vouch for that situation, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, it happened. And it was such an amazing feeling that it's like, I don't care if anybody else knows or thinks that this is like made up or whatever. I got to experience it. And that is what I imagine that San Diego karaoke bar being for you. Yes. Guys.
0: Yes. And some people are the type that they want the crowd. They don't think it's fun. If there aren't people around, I'm a person where I'm like, one, I want my space. Duh. But two,
1: okay. duh.
0: If you are with the right people, which you should always be with the right people you should let's go you should have good friends that make you happy and are fun if you have those fun people with you you can make any place your bitch. it doesn't matter if anybody's there (laughs) you can have fun regardless of what's happening around you you just have to make that place fun for you and your friends and i think that's something that some people are like oh my god it's empty like this is boring no right Empty and boring do not have to go hand in hand if you don't let them. That's how I feel. That's
1: true. I think that that's. I think that's beautiful. Truthfully, I do think that's beautiful.
0: And Thank that doesn't mean that. I don't appreciate a crowd that sings with me. But it's just like it's not. That is not the necessity in a situation. The necessity is who you're with immediately. Who's with you? I think.
1: One thing that I wanted to point out, and then maybe we wrap this puppy up. Yeah, that sorry. Is the it's the last been a, song on the list. The
0: ten whole songs. You said five to ten. I said ten.
1: <laughs> you said you said no. It's ten. You it's said ten. what's the highest number we got on we got on that yes. list? Ten. Yeah, we're doing ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, underrated song that is a Natasha Bedingfield song is the song "Love Like This" featuring Sean Kingston. Are you familiar? Yes.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. I wouldn't have even thought about it. That's how underrated you- it is.
1: It is super underrated. I haven't heard it in years. I only remembered it because I was on the Natasha Bedingfield Spotify. Mm-hmm. But Sean Kingston, the sneaky guy that he is, he was amazing for about two or three years. He had such an amazing run, maybe four if we're, if we're, if we're being generous here. But he had that song, Love Like This, with Natasha Bedingfield. He had Beautiful Girls. Eeny, had meeny. Fire burning He had Eeny Meeny with Jay Beebs, <laughs> a former guy that we were just talking about. And I think he had one more that was that was iconic and worth mentioning. I didn't have it written down, but I think he had Me Love. Do you remember the song Me Love? Uh 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 Why would you <gasps> have to go? Yes. Away. Yeah, that Yes.
0: Song. That one's That was fun. a banger. It's yeah. funny cuz he all of his songs like if you said name name 5 Sean Kingston songs, I would probably hesitate and be like Eeny meeny and that's all I got. I mean, beautiful. But you hear his songs and you know the words. You might not know what they're called, and but you always know the words to Sean Kingston songs. They just come to and, you.
1: And he's a, he was a true star. You knew a Sean Kingston song mm-hmm. when it came on. I was like, this guy rocks. He's so good. I'm so excited for years of Sean mm-hmm. Kingston material. But he had a jet ski accident and he was like, you know, not really doing stuff for a while probably because of the jet ski accident i think he had a bad contract or a bad management or something like that and it's too bad i thought he was like genuinely talented and i hope that he comes back and like continues to put out music because i think he was super talented guy and i probably still has a lot of music left in him you know
0: i want a collab with him and jason derulo please i think that would be iconic
1: we love, they're both falling down the stairs at the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever it is. They're both falling down the stairs. That,
0: that meme is one that will make me laugh till the end of time. Like it, every single time I see it, like it, it simply doesn't get old. And I'm really impressed because I think a lot of memes, I'm like, okay, that was a fun six months. If I see it again <laughs> on site, boom, boom, it's over. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. But Jason Derulo falling down the stairs is evergreen for you.
0: Yes. Precisely.
1: Well, Chef, I think that's I think that's it. I think we did the show. We did it? We did it. All right. Okay. 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 Oh, that's it. We did it. Uh, Mick Michaela, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank it you was for such a pleasure me. to have you here. Oh, you're so welcome. This is the time where you get to plug anything you want to plug. The floor is yours. Plug away.
0: I genuinely don't really feel like I. Well, you did. You did give me an award for Instagram, so we'll just do that and call it a day. It's okay. Mick, Mick Flurry, M I K, not M C, yeah. the way McDonald's would do it. McFlurry, M I K F L U R R Y. I've never spelled that out loud. Um, and that's kind of it. I um. I'm not a creative gal. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, but... Let's go. Um, yeah, I, have, I don't have any, like, films to plug or anything. That's
1: okay. You got, hey, you got the Instagram. You've got the LinkedIn. You've got stuff. You've yeah. got stuff. It'll be in the show description if you want to go follow Mick anywhere.
0: Amazing. And, yeah, that's that's what I have.
1: I'm going to do a couple plugs real quick. Can I get a couple plugs off? Let's do can, it. May I?
0: you may okay. it's your pod
1: <laughs> you're damn right it is oh pa 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 speaking of it being my pod there's a link tree to this show the my favorite link tree in the show description follow us on twitter at my fave pod follow us on instagram at my favorite underscore podcast we don't have a facebook page don't follow us on facebook if there is a facebook page someone else made it and maybe it sucks really bad who knows Uh, But there's also the links to my own personal social medias, and I think my personal link tree is down there as well. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, You can also listen to my other podcast. It's on the list with Noah and Mason. We talk about underrated movies and music, albums specifically, music, movies specifically. You can listen to us on anywhere you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook. I think that show does have a Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's in the link trees below. And, of course, your local government, YLG on Instagram. YLG.world on Instagram, that is. Your local comedy. Your local government comedy on YouTube. Those links are in the link tree as well. Everything's in the link tree. And that's it. Those are the plugs. You know them and you love them. And that's it. Michaela, Sincavage, thank you so much again for being here. Will you help me say goodbye to the folks?
0: Yes. Uh, Noah Marger, thank you so much for having me. Um, What else do you say at the end?
1: (laughs) We say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Just goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>